This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle, and this is another week where we don't have Zach, but we do have a special guest and we have my sister again. She was on an episode back at the beginning of the podcast and she's back. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, maybe say a fun fact or two about her. So take it away. I'm Alicia. I am living in Wisconsin, enjoying life here. Um, Yes. I was on the episode when we did like Buzzfeed quizzes about books, I think is that what we did on that. Um, I'm a big podcast fan as far as listening to them. I listen to them pretty much every day during work. Um, I know Dan or Danielle, sorry, introduced me to a couple of my faves, but, um, did you want to talk about? Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, I remember that we did the Buzzfeed, um, episode now, and then we did, um, a couple others, uh, on your podcast, which I think is extinct now. Um, it kind but, of is. But yes, we'll talk about podcasts. My sister is not a super big book reader. And uh, so I, instead of doing a currently reading segment, I thought we could do a currently listening segment because this is a podcast and we both listen to podcasts. So I figured we'd switch it up a little bit this week. And why don't you talk about maybe like, maybe like your top two, like staples. And I mean, they're pretty, we both pretty much listen to the same ones. So take it away. Um, I'd say my two favorites are, which are so different from each other. It's the toast. And then Morbid is my other one, but I still, I dabble in quite a few others. Like I like um, the Crime Junkie, of course. I like the Always Sunny podcast um, about the TV show. I also listen to, I have a bunch of Monday ones. Oh, The Basement Yard. I like like Dumbass. Um, Oh, can I swear? Yeah, I can swear. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, so the toast. I like they're like dumb boys. Yeah, yeah. So the toast. You mean the morning toast? That's the one that we have the most in common. Probably, I would say yes. they're like all five days, and they talk for like an hour about just like pop culture bullshit. And I just like eat everything up. I feel like I'm besties with them, and I picked a quality episode that I could get um, out. I'm going to call her Al during this episode, just so everyone knows. Um, I picked a quality episode that I knew I could get Al into them. And I think I did my job because now she's a daily listener with them too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am. That, I am. Yeah. And then Morbid is my favorite, like, crime one. They talk, well, they don't do just, like, crime. They do, like, you know, creepy stories about serial killers and stuff, cults and stuff. Um, yeah so yeah they're good too yeah we both like true crime podcasts too there's just so many 
um, on like Apple Podcasts. Oh my God, everyone has a true crime podcast, but I would say Morbid and Crime Junkie are two good ones. I also listen to um, mm. Mile Higher podcasts, and I also really like. Um, I can't even think of it right now. I'll have to put it in the show notes below. But yeah, crime we're Weekly. podcasts. Oh, Crime Le- Crime Weekly. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but there's another one that I listen to as well, and I just the title's blanking on me. But yeah, big podcast listeners here. So, um, yes. before we get into this episode, don't forget to rate and review the podcast, and then check us out on all the socials. We'll have all of that linked down below. And this episode is going to be another installment of Am I the Asshole? Um, we did this once before with Zach, and I didn't like a lot of his takes, so I decided to do a second episode and bring someone different in. <laughs> so I figured Al would be the perfect <laughs> one. And these are all uh, bookish-related, so we should be good there. And if there's any lag, hopefully it's not super noticeable, because we're remote recording, so, you know, we're not exactly face-to-face, so... Let's get into it. Are you ready? Yes. All right. The first one. Am I the asshole for telling my cousin to change her book title? Okay, let me read this. I wrote a script named Angels. I'm really proud of it because it took months to write. I even saved up money to commission a movie poster. My cousin begged to read it. I obviously let them. When we were kids, she used to copy my drawings, harmless, but after a while, she started to tear my drawings. I don't know if that is a complete sentence there. And then two days later, she had a poorly written fan fiction about four angels leaving heaven. It was named Angels. It was basically my story, but instead of going to hell... They just go back to Earth. So she only changed like a little thing in it, it seems. And then I asked her if I could read it. She said no. It was on her bed one night, so I took it and read it. It was my story. And I asked if she was inspired by it, and she said no. I asked her to to change the title. She cried and went and told her mom. So, am I the asshole for telling my cousin for telling my cousin to change her book title? Um, no. I feel like that's like familial plagiarism or something. Like, yeah, so be some sort of yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. So the cousin is twelve years old. So, what grade is that? That's is like that... seventh or eighth grade, I think. Okay. Um, this is like, it's so dumb. Like, how could, how do you think you could get away with like stealing your cousin's story and them not being like, this is literally what I wrote. Like, how do you think you'd get away with that? <laughs> I don't, I, that is just dumb. I just don't. Is the person who's stealing it the 12 year old? No, the cousin's the 12-year-old. The person who wrote it is 15. Oh. So that is like a freshman, right? Yeah. Freshman, sophomore. I mean, especially especially since the one who wrote the original one 
like obviously like intends on doing something with it. And I mean, they saved money for, you know, products and stuff for it. So I feel like, yeah, I'd definitely be, I don't know. Like, would I be threatened? I don't know. Maybe not, but I still think that's like ridiculous that the cousin stole all of her information. So I don't think she's the asshole. Yeah. Or, I don't wait. Either. Yeah. No, I don't think she's the asshole. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't either. Um, it's just like so petty. Like, yeah. Just like why? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh well, yeah, yeah, go but- get a different hobby. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna deem that not the asshole. I had to really like dig through the Reddit trenches to find like the bookish related ones that weren't all stupid and weren't all like the same as we did last time. So some of these are like a little bit longer to read and I'm definitely like not <laughs> I'm not gonna love reading through them. But the next one I have <laughs> is a good one. So Am I the asshole for not reading my stepdaughter's favorite book? So my stepdaughter and I don't have much in common, but I've worked hard to cultivate a good relationship with her. We even all went to family therapy leading up to and following the wedding so we could make sure we're all on the same page. One thing that came up was my stepdaughter mentioning we don't have much to talk about. The therapist recommended learning about each other's interests. So there's the backstory. My stepdaughter asked me if I'd like to read her favorite book, and I said that sounded like a good idea. She loaned me one of her copies, she has three, to read. It's been a few months, but I have made very little progress in the book, and to be honest, mostly given up. This is literally you. It's so boring. Even even when I force myself to read it, I find myself not retaining anything because my wa- my mind just wanders. I tried to te- I tried to cheat by watching a movie adaptation. This is literally you. I can't even handle this. <laughs> okay, I tried to cheat by watching a movie adaptation, which I also didn't enjoy at all. But there's so much stuff missing that she realized I hadn't read the book still. So now she's upset and she doesn't want to talk to me. My husband said he gets it, but I should just try to force myself to read it or watch the more accurate adaptation, which is six hours long. So, what my the mother. Fuck? What movie or what book are I we don't talking know. about? It doesn't say. My mother in law is furious with me and said I'm a bitch and a nasty person for disappointing her granddaughter like this. I didn't do it on purpose. It's just hard to read stuff written with antiquated language about a boring topic. Am I the asshole? There's also an update, but we'll just stop there for Mm. now. I mean, that's hard for me. Like, I feel like I get being, can't, like what you were saying, I get her, I relate. Like, I can't get through a book sometimes, and then I just give up and move on. But I I also feel like... Go ahead. I also feel like if I was doing it for, like, somebody or something, I would probably just force myself to do it. Yeah, I wish we knew the book, because then I'd have a little bit more context. Like, if the book was, like, It by Stephen King, which is 1,200 pages... 
you're not the asshole. Like, you're good. Yeah. But if it's like, uh, you know, I don't know, just something a lot shorter, I feel like if it, if it's, if you feel like it's gonna connect you with um, your new stepdaughter, why not at least give it, at least put a little bit more of an effort into it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would almost like just say like, watch the better adaptation spend the six hours and see if you can get through that too i mean if there's a better adaptation which i'm trying like what movie is six hours long like that's what's crazy to me so here's what i'm thinking so it could be like a it actually could be a stephen king book because a couple of his books have gotten like tv miniseries adaptations and they're all like six hours long and so oh. if that's the case like i'm with you but also they are kind of worth it to watch because i've suffered through some miniseries with just to you know watch with zach because i'm trying to be nice and i'm not going to read the stand by stephen king and so mm-hmm. like i've done that and maybe you should just dedicate the six hours it's going to take you less time to watch the six hour adaptation than it will be potentially to read this book. Well, clearly, I mean, it's, I think she said it took her, like she's been trying to do this for like months. Right. I thought she said. Yeah. She's been going at it for a while. So there is an update, which I actually haven't read yet. So this will be news to both of us. It says, so update, we're going to watch the mini series together, me, her, and my husband. Also, she loaned me a different book she likes that's shorter, and she thinks I'll like more because I like animals, and we'll talk about that. I realized worrying about whether or not I was an I was an asshole. <laughs> I was an asshole. It was silly. <laughs> All that matters is mending my relationship with my stepdaughter. Well, <laughs> I I feel like the update may have come after because, um, like Reddit deemed this asshole, but she is the asshole. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you're watching the miniseries together because, like, that can't be that painful. Like, no, I mean, what would you do? Because I'm a reader, so I would read the book, obviously, and just, like, suffer through it, but. I mean, I would definitely, if I was choosing, I'd obviously choose to do the miniseries and suffer through that then read a book especially if it was like a Stephen King potentially like I don't know if I could even read that for other reasons well yeah I mean obviously we don't know if it's Stephen King but I feel like there it's a possibility um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not the asshole I am gonna say that as well I'm going to say it's like teetering though. Like you're, you're, you have like, you have a, maybe a little bit of asshole, like at least at the very least, just like watch the show. But anyway, for the sake of just ending that one, I'm going to say not the asshole. All right. Next up, this is a pretty common one, but we'll just read through what this person said. Am I the asshole for refusing to let my sister borrow my books? So, my sister and I are both teenagers, and she's two years younger than me. 
for privacy's sake, I won't say exact ages. Okay, like, we don't know you. But anyway, she's been wanting to read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, and I have copies of those books. However, I don't want to let her borrow them because she has a habit of not treating books very nicely. Ripping covers of paperbacks, spilling things on pages, etc. She insists that she will not damage my books in any way, but I'm skeptical. I also have a connection with these books that I haven't admitted to my family. They're recommended to me by someone that I don't really talk to anymore, and it sort of feels like they're my last untainted connection to that person. I'm scared that my sister and parents will say it's a stupid reason if I say that, or insist that I need to get over myself. I understand that it's convenient to just borrow my books, but they're very easily accessible at the public library. In fact, we were just at the library yesterday, and my sister could have easily checked the books out then, but instead she went as as far as to take The Hobbit off my bookshelf without asking my permission. Oh my god. Then attempted to hide it in her closet. I was in her room with her and saw it on the shelf. I did not go hunting for it. So, am I the asshole for not loaning the books to my sister? You could go first. Um, honestly, I'd say no, just because, yeah, you can just go rent them from the public library. So, I don't think she's the asshole if they mean, like, clearly that this girl is, like, attached to these books. And if she knows that the sister is not good with books then, yeah, I would say, like, no, go fucking get them from the library. <laughs> I I agree that she's not the asshole, but also, oh, no, I 100% agree that she's not the asshole. I'm thinking about you again, though. If I had, like, I don't know, we'll just use Gone Girl as an example. If I had Gone Girl on my bookshelf and we were roommates and you were finally, like, I'm going to read a book or whatever... And, like, you clearly saw the book right there. And I was like, I'm not going to let you read that. <laughs> Got to go get it yourself. You, being you, would probably not even worry about going to get it. And you'd just be like, okay, I'm not going to read it. Probably. Like, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't catch you at a library what? anytime soon. Actually, you should go with your son. No. Are you going to get him a library card? Well... Probably. I mean, eventually we will. I, during school, I went to the library where in the town that I live in now, and they denied me because I still had an Illinois driver's license. Oh, really? So I couldn't rent anything. <laughs> yeah. I feel like library I systems... practically got kicked out of a library. I feel like they've gotten a little bit, um, like, looser since the pandemic. Like, all their rules and stuff. Maybe. But I don't know that for sure. Because I haven't really had an issue with getting a library card. We actually just recently got library cards, too. We moved here, like, four years ago, and we finally just got library cards, like, a couple months ago. (laughs) For people who like (laughs) books. So, yeah, I'm going to say not the asshole. No, I think it's warranted. Yeah. Next up, we've got... Am I the asshole for not selling any of my spare copies of a book? If If you're familiar with the series A Court of Thorns and Roses, there are two different covers. The original covers and the reworks. So, 
background for you, Al, this is a really, really, really popular series. And I'll give you an example. Like, Harry Potter, you know how they're always coming out with new covers and everything. Okay. Yes. So, this series recently, I don't know how recent this post is. This series recently, like, redid their covers and everything from the originals. So, the original covers are going for 200 to $800 for the four-book set. Um, and they're originally, like, 10 to $12, but are now in high demand because you can't get those covers anymore. So, similar to Harry Potter, like I said. I have four copies of the original set. So, 16 books total. Two sets are in hardcover and two are in paperback. I did not buy any of these sets. I bought one. I did not. Oh, no. I did not buy four sets. I bought one and then accidentally was gifted the other three randomly for Christmas from, like, different family members. (laughs) Okay. All of them had written in them a note with their name. And when I tried to return them, I wouldn't get full value because they're opened and considered damaged. So she can't really... Whatever. I'll keep going. So I kept them. Plus, I like the sentiment. If I have kids who like to read, I can pass them along um, from as like, you know, heirlooms or whatever. Anyway, someone had posted a picture of a copy of two books asking, did anyone keep copies of the books or was it just her? I commented with the picture of the sets of books saying, this is what happens when none of your aunts communicate on what to get for Christmas. So she woke up the next morning with 54 notifications. 25 of those were messages asking me to sell some of these sets because they're hard to find. And she's basically like hoarding four of them. I said, no, sorry, I'm not selling them. The primary reason being, I just don't trust selling stuff over the internet. Anyway, reason being, all of them were written in. In my family, when you give someone a book, you write a message and sign the book. So I commented back saying, um, like, it's not going to happen. Another reason, oh, someone then took a screenshot and posted it in another group saying that I was bragging about having all of these sets of this hard-to-get book now. Keep in mind, these books were like $12 on Amazon, and I offered $450 for one set. Seriously. A greedy bitch. And people were agreeing, calling me a hoarder and a reseller and other nasty names. Some came to my defense saying I could have a million copies, and it was my property to choose what to do. I eventually deleted my comment and left the group. But am I the asshole for not selling any of these sets? That was a long one, and I have opinions on this, but I'll let you go first again. I mean, not being a big reader or collector of books myself, I don't see the reason why people would be so upset with her not selling these books. Like, I mean, she accidentally got them, and I'm also not, like, incredibly comfortable selling stuff on the internet so I mean no I guess my immediate response would be she's not the asshole I mean and she said she wants to like pass them down and then their kids her kids or whatever can decide what they want to do with it if they want to sell it at that point then kudos to them but to me I don't really get 
the reason why people would be so angry. So I agree. I'd say no, not the asshole. I think that the anger is totally unwarranted. It would be a little, a little is the key word, different if these books weren't signed. Like, these were all, it had handwritten notes to her. Like, you can't be upset because she has these books. Like, you can't be upset for her not selling them. And also, she'd have to sell them at a crazy price. Like, I'm not someone who is, like willing to like drop some big coin on some like collector book now my husband is definitely would definitely do that but he also is someone who will resell books that are um collector's editions too he's literally done that and so i don't think that she's the asshole at all again it's they're her books like you can't tell her what to do with her books and they were personalized to her. Like, why should I give you a book that was written, gifted to me by my mom with a hand note saying something sweet to me? Like, why do you want that? Well, and if it's to resell, I like, feel like you can't really resell it that high if there's like a handwritten note in it, not related to the author or anything. Yeah, that's what she was saying. She actually tried to resell them, but they have been tainted and so they can't resell for the value that they're worth and like get your coin girl. Like I'm not going to resell a book to get like a penny. That's what half price books does. Like not worth it. Right. If you take, if you take a new release book to half price books, you're going to get like 10 cents for it and that's not worth it. So I urge you not to do that. (laughs) <laughs> but that's just me um but you're not the asshole at all they're your books do whatever no. you want with them i agree okay we're gonna end it with a would i be the asshole so this is something that hasn't okay. happened yet so would i be the asshole for giving my daughter the same name as a character in a book that i wrote all right When I was in my early 20s, I wrote a YA fantasy trilogy. The trilogy and my other books have received some success, but nothing mainstream. Now I'm in my late 20s and pregnant with my first child. I'm having a little girl and want to give her the same name as the female character in the book that I wrote. I want to clarify that I'm not naming my daughter after the character. It's just I like the name and it's a beautiful and unique name for a girl. When choosing names, my husband and I agreed that it had to be something that we both loved. When I suggested the name, my husband said absolutely not because he did not want our daughter to feel like she had to live up to a fictional character. I wrote nearly a decade ago. The protagonist is your typical strong-willed, stubborn YA fantasy protagonist who is, pick me, I'm not like other girls. It was my first novel looking back. Does that make you think of the morning toast? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It was my first novel. And looking back, there are a lot of things that I would change about the protagonist and the trilogy as a whole. I get where he's coming from. So I offered a compromise of using the name as a middle name. Despite the offer of a compromise, my husband was still refusing the name. Our family and friends are mostly 
split, but my sister called me a self-titled, a self-entitled bitch who has to make everything about me and my books that no one gives a shit about. So now I'm questioning using the name. So would I be the asshole? I guess I would need to know the name to like be like definitive. I don't think she'd be the asshole for naming her kid that, but I also think she kind of is because it, I mean, to me, it's picking the name of your kid. Like your husband has to like it too. You can't just like name your kid what you want. And this is a tricky one. It's just not, that's not how it works. So I'm like, I'm flipping and flopping. Um, like I said, I think I'd be more definitive if I knew the name because then I'd have my judgment on it. But um, I don't agree with her husband's take on like, well, then she's going to have to like feel like she's going to have to like live up to that name or whatever. And I don't know if that's really a thing. Like, I don't know if that's I, I see it more like she's the asshole because she's not listening to what her husband thinks and clearly he doesn't like it because he doesn't even want it to be the middle name so it's got to be like an uggo name or something i think that i i I wouldn't call this like an asshole i would call it more of like a just i i feel like you shouldn't do that but i don't think it's like that extreme i just don't think it's a good idea i think that it would work I think the situation will work better in reverse. Like you named your book character after your daughter. Right. Like your kid should be the um like inspiration. Namesake. Yeah. But I don't think it's like I don't think it's that extreme. I think her I think all these people calling her a self-entitled bitch or whatever like I don't think it's that deep. But I don't think that you should name your kid after a book character you wrote. Like my Zach is writing a book right now, and I don't think that I would want to name our kid after a character. Because then whenever you're talking about your child, I feel like you're always like thinking you you could be thinking all the time about the character you wrote. Like it needs to be a separate person yeah. so that they're their own thing, and this person's their own thing. Yeah, just get a dog and name it the character name. Uh, but I will say, like, you really care about the name that much to even make it a middle name? I think that if that's, I think, I feel like that's a fair compromise, but still, I wouldn't even do that. Because, like, really? Like, you you need it that badly that you would make it a middle name? Like, no one even cares about middle names. Well, okay, that's a bad <laughs> no. thing to say. I just don't, I just feel like it's, I, I, I'm, you're not an asshole, but I wouldn't do this. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the fact that, like, I wouldn't call you an asshole because you want to do this. Cause it's more like on the verge of, like, just a little selfish, maybe. Um, but I, like, asshole does seem a little strong and, I just think, like, if your husband doesn't like the name, then he doesn't like the name and just move on. Go dig into the name book and find a different one. Well, also, I'd feel like I'd be worried that, like, growing up, like, okay, so if this is a strong-willed character, let's come up with a character name. Like, 
give me a name. Beverly. Okay, Beverly. So we've got this this character I wrote named Beverly. So she, she, she's strong-willed. And then your daughter is growing up and you're going to be like, be be like Beverly, you know? She she could do this, so you can too. It's like, no. That's like expectations that don't need to be there. I just think yeah. that, I think I said it, I think I said it pretty well earlier. <laughs> it's just like, you. they need to be two separate people. Like, you never yeah. want to compare. That's getting into, right. like, pitting girls against girls territory almost. Like, right. That's not, I don't want to live up to that character. Mm-hmm. I, Especially if you did it out purposefully, like naming it after your, the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's my take. Same. Nice. We're mainly in agreement. See, I feel, yeah. I feel like Zach would have wildly different takes than me. Yeah. Like the first time I was like, yeah okay (laughs) we we love zach on this podcast and everyone will probably be like we liked his takes better than you whatever um i don't think we had any like crazy takes i mean no these are pretty like tame straight i feel like i feel like you can only get so i don't know when it comes to like the bookish um am i the asshole uh, like forums, there's nothing that's really going to be like a mic drop. Like, oh my gosh. Right. I've listened to some. Um, there's a podcast, another podcast that I listen to called The Sesh, which is one of the hosts of Mile Higher, Kendall Ray. She's like my favorite YouTuber. She's been out for a little bit having, you know, her own child and everything. But they do Am I the Asshole a lot on there, and I really like listening to their takes and some of the ones they read are like juicy and spicy oh yeah there's some really crazy stuff on there that's another i would highly recommend that podcast that it's not one i recommended at the beginning but it's two cousins and they're very like chill and um it's just like an easy listen like background type Mm -hmm. of listen so i recommend that one too but how's your week been Ben? It's only, I mean, it's only Tuesday here. Um, obviously there too, but, um, it's fine. <laughs> um, nothing too crazy to report. Uh, yeah, no, it's just a normal Tuesday. It's supposed to get cooler as the week goes on and it seems like it'll be like finally fall weather pretty consistently. I know. It was literally 88 degrees today. I was like, what is this? Yeah. I'm not yeah. ready for like winter by any means, but I'm ready to not have the 88 degrees. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess to round out, I will talk about something bookish. I am not currently reading a book right now, but I would love some book recommendations. I think I'm going to be starting All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers, which again, back to podcasting. She's the podcast mm-hmm. host, one of them, of Crime Junkie, and I guess I'll give the exclusive to the podcast. I'm planning to read All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers, and then also read The Butcher and the Wren by Elena, I don't honestly know how to say her last name, 
from Morbid, and I wanted to do a reading vlog. Not necessarily comparing the two books, but it's just kind of like a umbrella, like thriller, new thrillers by podcast host type of thing. Yeah. So I'm, I don't really want to like pit their books against each other by any means. So, no. That's what's coming up for my reading. Any reading plans in your world? Um, other than like toddler books, not really. Hey, I did actually just recommend a memoir to you. So you will read or listen to celebrity memoirs, we will say. Yes. And I just read Jeanette McCurdy's and I said that I think that you would really enjoy it. Yes, you did tell me that. And it seems like that's a very common take on it. It's like I heard some people were like a little taken aback by it, but most people really enjoy it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She was just on um, Whitney Cummings, by the way. Oh. So there I you go. I could see that be a good show. Good episode. Yeah, add it to your queue. <laughs> um, anyway. Might as well. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming back. Yeah. It's been fun. I like giving my hmm. takes on tricky situations. Yeah. Especially in the, <laughs> in the bookish world, you know. <laughs> I have takes on any topic, even if I can't really relate. So I'm good. Yeah, we'll have to have you back on again in the future. Our other sister, Hannah, who I was just talking to on the phone, got upset that I haven't had her on yet. But she has some wildly no noisy children. So I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, mine's snoozing right now, so. Yeah, you have a quiet place to go. <laughs> Her kids stay up until like yeah. 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, so. no, couldn't be me. Yeah. Anyway, don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen on any platform. And then keep the conversation going over on Instagram. And I will get some book recommendations the best I can from Al that we can post on Instagram. It'll probably be a bunch of celebrity memoirs or something. So <laughs> it might only yes. be a couple, but we'll I'll I'll try my best. And yeah, thanks for popping on, Al. And we'll yeah. see you next week. Goodbye. Okay.